welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. This episode is sponsored by 3M, Conquer, and PPG. Welcome to the Elite Business Advice Podcast, where our goal is to help you grow your business and also educate you on a variety of topics that affect self-employed small business owners. My name is Chris Moore. I'm the founder of Elite Business Advisors and the host of the Elite Business Advice Podcast. Today's episode, we've got a good friend of mine, Amy Eckhart, with us. Amy is the owner and founder of Legacy Planning. Uh, She specializes in health insurance for individuals, uh, but specifically, we're going to talk through today about group insurance for small business owners and their employees, things you need to know and prepare for if that's on your radar in the future. Amy, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for jumping out of your comfort zone and doing this with us. So (laughs) (laughs) um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, So I currently live in O'Fallon. Our office is located in O'Fallon, Illinois as well. Awesome. Um, I have two kids, eight-year-old, four-year-old. The fun ages. Yeah. My eight-year-old plays football. So we're constantly running and doing that right now. Okay. Super fun, but also super time consuming. Yes. Yes. Especially now that that we're coming up to the busy, uh, time of year for us. Yes. Yes. Health insurance. Yeah. Um, I've owned legacy planning since, or I guess I've owned it since 2015. Okay. I have um, been doing this since 2007. Okay, so. awesome. So you've been in it for a little bit then. Yes. So how'd you get into the health insurance industry? Uh, I fell in like okay. most people yeah. do. Um, you probably didn't wake up one morning and be like, oh, I want to go get in health insurance. All. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know. I, I, you Nobody know. likes health insurance. Yeah, why would anybody want to do it? Yeah. Um, That's why no. you were smart to own your business in that industry and not be the person like always dealing with it. Although I know you are. So. <laughs> I went to McKendree College okay. in Lebanon, got okay. a degree in accounting. Um, I was an accountant for a few years. Corporate okay. accounting, boring, boring, boring. Yes. Um, so I quit, was going back to school to get my master's okay. and started working for a senior insurance company in St. Louis. Okay. Senior basically means Medicare. Medicare. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nice way of putting it. Yes. Senior marketing is what they called it. Okay. Um, So I loved what we did. I loved helping people. I loved educating people. I loved feeling like, you know, I really had a service that I was doing, but I did not like the company. I felt like the company was very pushy, very fraudulent, kind of questionable on their marketing practices. Um, so that's why I left and went independent and okay. started Legacy Planning. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I'm really excited to see how this plays out for the episode because <laughs> we talk a lot about accounting and taxes on here, right? Uh-huh. And I feel like those are the worst listened to episodes. No, I'm just kidding. Um, probably. So we're going to see where health insurance ranks next to taxes. Well, you know, funny, taxes are kind of involved with they it are. now. So. They are, right? Which is mm-hmm. crazy to think about. So what made you start your own agency? Like, you know, so obviously I know you wanted to kind of leave that. And you didn't like maybe some of this stuff going on. But like, what was intriguing to you about starting Legacy Planning? Um, I don't think I really thought about it, honestly, okay. at the time. It yeah. was more of I really hated this, so let's get rid of all of that, and yeah. I think I can do this on my own. Okay. Um, being your own boss always sounds attractive in the beginning, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. I like how you say in the beginning, because you know as time goes on, that doesn't always play out that way. Yeah. Um, no, I just I wanted to do it right, and yeah. I wanted to help people, and for some reason, at my young age of 24, 
five, I thought I could do it right. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> and better than everybody. Right. right. Well, again, it's we just did an episode last last week called the top five mistakes business owners make. And one of the things I talked about was having that entrepreneurial ego that we all like can do it better. We can all do it right. ourselves. We don't delegate. We don't outsource things. We don't need anybody else. I don't need anybody else. Right. <laughs> and that's the one mistake we make as entrepreneurs is like we kind of have that chip on our shoulder because yes. we built our business from nothing. Right. Um, and so I get that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm sure you've learned a lot. So you, you have how many people in your office now? Four others? There's four, yeah. Four others. That's yeah. awesome. That's pretty cool. So what's, um? I know you've, you know, really enjoyed helping, you know, kind of the senior side and the Medicare. Um, and I think it's super important. And I love, like, I've gotten to know you, you know, and, and you've got a good heart and your values are in the right place. And I love seeing that you're able to help people in that situation, right? Because I know Medicare is very complicated. It's very confusing. Um, and I know there's a lot of people that just need your guidance. They need an expert's opinion on things. Uh, and so I appreciate that you guys kind of do that for people too. Thank you. So, um, what's been some of the learning experiences you've had, you know, since you started your business? So it's been what, seven years now? Um, yeah. yeah. You said 2015. Yeah. So about seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, what's been some of the growing pains that you've went through with that? Um, obviously one of the biggest ones is employees, yeah. trusting people, knowing when it's time to hire somebody and yeah. you can't do it all anymore. That's probably been my biggest let go. Okay. Um, is I was when I was pregnant yeah. with my second kid, my husband was like, You can't do this right. anymore. Like you can't. Yeah. I'm telling you this is it. Like <laughs> you're like, Okay, I guess I'll listen. Yeah. Um and then it kind of just spiraled from there. As soon as I hired one, we needed two and then it really, really um was incredible for yeah. the growth of the business. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. What are some ways that you've been able to kind of market your business to grow your practice, right? So you got four people now. I'm sure you guys are almost maxed out even at that again. Yeah. Uh, like what's been kind of the marketing, like what has really worked for you guys with that? We've kind of done it all because, you know, as a small business owner, you yeah. do as much as you can for right. as cheap as you can. Yeah. <laughs> with the best results, right? Like you're right. trying to find that sweet spot. Like what's the most I can get out of this for the least amount of money that's yes. going to get us the most results, right? Yeah. I get it. Um, so we've done newspaper ads, which hasn't been that effective. Um, Billboards hasn't been that effective. Um, Honestly, networking has been our number one um, success story. Chamber, BNI, of course, um, and sticking with it. Not just like, oh, yeah, I attend the chamber once once or twice a year. I go to the parties they do. Um, Really building relationships and making those connections. Um, Also, I would say customer service. It sounds cheesy, but... I would say, you know, 90% of our business does come from referrals and that's just coming from our clients because they've had a good experience. Yeah. I'm a big believer. If you take care of people, everything else takes care of itself, right? Like if you do a good job, you do things right. You take good care of people. Your business is going to grow naturally because people want to refer you, right? Especially when you're in a very technical field like that, where not everybody is, is honest, you know, potentially. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of those things, it doesn't take much to stand out. Um, I always say that, like I built my painting business over the years because I showed up and I called people back. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm not kidding about that. There's a lot of other good painters out there in the St. Louis (laughs) area. Don't get me wrong. But like, for the most part, like they're in the majority, right. Or in the minority, I should say. So, um, so yeah, I believe if you take good care of people, everything kind of works out. So, and I think, you know, too, with you, with your industry, and this is good for all business owners to think through, there's easier referrals to give and harder referrals to give, right? Um, We've seen that through BNI and through Mm -hmm. different things, right? Like when, you know, everybody can need a painter at some point, right? It's easy to refer out, hey, call this person, whatever, right? When you're dealing with Medicare, you're dealing with like personal information, you're dealing with 
people you love, right? Like I'm sure you get a lot of referrals from people whose parents are on Medicare, yeah. right? Yeah. They want to make sure that like you're going to actually take care of their parents for them, right. right? Or you or your office. Right. And so it's more of that trustworthiness that somebody's, like you said, probably not going to see a newspaper ad or see your billboard. Um, and just automatically call you, right. right? That might be one piece of the marketing and that's where some of those things work at is it's a piece of the marketing strategy. They see the billboard, they see the newspaper ad, oh, and they just met you at the chamber. Correct. Different story, right? Yeah. But just seeing the billboard, just seeing the newspaper ad, right. for something where there needs to be a very trusting relationship there, Yep. That's where networking is going to come in huge. That's where the referrals and repeat business is going to work. Absolutely. It's same thing for us, right? You know, like people have to want to be at a spot to grow their business or to make changes or to, you know, implement things we're going to share with them. It's not always easy to refer us. I get that, right? Unless somebody physically says like, hey, I'm looking to grow. Right. <laughs> I'm looking for a business <laughs> coach, right? Um, I'm looking for this, this, or I need to get my finances in order. Do you know somebody? Then it's easy. But to, for somebody to just be like, hey, um, your business is kind of a disaster. You should call this person. Like it doesn't work out super easily, right? So um, so let's kind of shift the rest of the episode to talking through the health insurance for business owners. Um, and we're going to kind of hit on, you know, for self-employed people, but also the group plans for employees and stuff. Um, talk a little bit about how you guys help business owners, you know, kind of with their own insurance, but also with stuff for their employees. Yes. Yeah, so whenever we help business owners, it can go one of two ways. Okay. Um, do they want help for themselves individually? Right. Um, or are they looking to maybe add employees in the future? So they're looking at a growth model and they want yeah. that opportunity for the employees. Or maybe they have 20 employees already. Yeah. And they want to add this as a service. Okay. Um, we can look at them individually and see what their best options. A lot of times we can do a small group you know, with just one or two people. Okay. So sometimes, yeah, sometimes doing that small group okay. for just the owners does make sense. I mean, it's a complete, you know, deduction. Yeah. Um, it's usually a little bit less expensive than the individual right. plans. Not right. always, but sometimes. But sometimes even if it's a little more expensive, but you get the deduction. Correct. That's really worth it. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, we weigh those pros and cons. I like to think that we take a holistic approach and look at everything instead of just trying to simplify yeah. the process and yep. do something easy with you. Yeah, that's good. Um, and then with individual coverage, um, most of the time that is through the marketplace. Okay. You know, we can see, you know, should we take your income into account right. and look for subsidies or discounts? So yep. we do that as well. Okay. Um, again, just trying to look at the whole picture. Yeah, that's smart. That's really smart. Um, what are a couple of common, you know, questions, misconceptions, you know, things that maybe business owners don't know coming into this, or they just think like, oh, I just hop on, do this. It's super cheap and easy. Like what are some <laughs> things that you have to have, I guess, that you see on a regular basis with business owners, um, kind of those repetitive things that you have to cover with them? Um, nobody understands health insurance yeah. and that's just how it is. Nope. I mean, <laughs> I got nothing. Like that's why I'm so glad to get to know you because I'm like, if I ever need something, Amy's my first yeah. call. Nobody right? understands it. Um, everybody thinks it should be cheap, but it's not. Right. Um, just educating. And that's really, really what I like to do, yeah. um, even if it is kind of painful, right. even if it's not what you expected. So at least yeah. now you know and you're prepared to move forward. Right. Um, a lot of employers think that if they have two people on the plan and then they have five more, the rates go down. 
it doesn't work like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not always. <laughs> Just because we're adding more people doesn't always mean your rates are going yeah. to go down and get and cheaper. You don't automatically get a volume discount. Correct. Right. Okay. Good to know. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, there are certain you know points that you reach where yeah. you can, but it's more like going from two people to fifty, not. Yeah, not two to three. Two to three, or yeah. three to five, right? Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. Yes, um, and then different states have different laws, you know. Right. So just knowing the laws in Illinois versus the laws in Missouri, and yep. so that's good. Are you guys able to work throughout the country, all over the place, or are you just licensed in Illinois, Missouri? Currently, we mostly do Illinois and Missouri. Okay. We have a few other random states throughout okay. um, for one reason or another. Yeah, that's but, fine. Okay. Yeah, and Thanks. what I typically tell people is if you know it's an opportunity for us. Yeah. We're not against looking into right. it. At least reach out and have that conversation. Yeah. So when I appreciate that you do the education piece, right? Because like you said, a lot of people don't understand it. It is very complicated. Um, not even just Medicare, but like the rest of it in general, right? right? I think they um, do that on purpose. They 100% right? <laughs> It's like taxes, right? The IRS yes. tax code is very complicated for yes. a reason so that people don't understand it and they don't try to take write-offs, right? And they pay in taxes. Like, Huh, I wonder yes. how that works, right? Yeah. Um, so I appreciate that, you're, that you educate people, right? And I, I think it's really true about a lot of insurances, you know, even commercial insurance, right? Yeah. A lot of people don't understand that you're you're you get this monthly payment that is based on your estimated payroll and revenue, and then at the end of the year you settle up with the insurance company, right? right. And most times you are going to owe them more money if your business grew. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and so just that simple education piece of like, hey, this is how this process works. Like, I didn't know when we first started the painting company. Like, I got this bill and I'm like, wait, there's an audit? Like, what? <laughs> uh, I think that's actually a lie. I think Derek did educate me on that. But most people are very caught off guard by Correct. it, right? Yes. So, um, so that's what's just kind of good to know, like, what are the misconceptions? And I appreciate that you do the education. Um, you mentioned the subsidies earlier, right? Dealing with the marketplace and that sort of things. What are some things business owners can kind of know when it comes to that aspect of the plans? So it depends on what state you live in, okay. on what types of programs are available. They are used to be what they called the shop program through okay. the marketplace for businesses. Yep. Illinois and Missouri no longer have it. Okay, cool. Um, I think they're, a lot of the carriers didn't really participate. So yeah. it's hard to offer it when there's no plans. Yep. Um, but other states that do have it, it offers a tax credit okay. if you have certain thresholds of income and employees. So okay. it can be a nice thing because then you get the deduction for what you're contributing right. and you get a tax credit. Right. Yes. Um, so sorry if you live in Illinois or Missouri, not, not eh, available. That's all right. Um, but we can do individual health, um, I guess, indiv individual choice health insurance plans okay. now. So instead of doing um, a group plan, as we all think about, right. you can let your employees enroll in a marketplace plan. Okay. They are not allowed to get a subsidy because you're going to pay for part the of premium. their premium. Gotcha. Um, it used to be illegal to do that. They just passed it a couple years ago that we can do that again. Gotcha. So it simplifies things for the employer if you only have a few employees and you don't want to go through the process of getting a plan and right. managing the plan and being the administrator. And, yes. Um, you can just have your employees go get a plan. Okay. Um, they just have to prove that they have it. Gotcha. And then you can reimburse them um, a certain amount for Okay. It. Which is also a deduction, right? Correct. Because, yes, we're going to set it up yep. appropriately. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and I help with that as well. We okay. set it up appropriately so it can be a deduction and awesome. it can be pre-tax. So, good. Awesome. Yeah. That's good to know. Um is it is there the opportunity for let's say it's a business owner with a couple employees and they're just like i'm not ready to deal with health insurance yet i mean they can always just compensate their employees an extra amount per yes. month yeah. and let the employees just go deal with it themselves right correct yeah. like you know and i know obviously you guys do individual plans too for in mm -hmm. that situation so yep. um it's something else to think about right there's so many different options so many different options you know and things you can do um, we always tell people just treat everybody the same 
Like yeah. as long as you do that, you're really covering your butt and yeah. you're not going to get in trouble. Yeah. You know, you can't give one person 500 and then the next person you hire a thousand because you really want to get them. Right. Yeah. That doesn't work that way. Right. That <laughs> Correct. Doesn't work you need out. to treat everybody okay. the same. Yeah. Okay. Nope. That's good. Um, you know, I know you guys are able to kind of cater specific plans to different people um, and group needs. Like, what are some of the different options? So we mentioned that, right, you know, being able to, you know, maybe just even reimburse or Correct. give money um, out there to cover those things. What other things are out there for employee, like employers? Like, let's say somebody wants to provide some level of benefits, but they really maybe don't have a big budget to do that. Like, what are some things that you've seen or maybe even help business owners do? Um, you can always start with supplemental. Okay. If you really just want to give your employees something, yeah. but you're not quite financially there yet. Yeah. Um, you know, that's like Aflac or Colonial. We, right. we represent those as well. Okay. Um, where you can come in and give them maybe a hospitalization or yep. a cancer policy. Um, short-term disability, disability is okay. a great one. I always recommend people do that, especially yes. if you're a small company and you have women that might be in child age. Yep. You know, that's their short-term disability. That's their maternity leave. Yeah. Okay. If you don't have that in place, not much out, there's not nothing. Much to do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so that's a good stepping stone to start there. Um, and then if you don't want to offer full benefits, look into a reimbursement. Look okay. into just offering, you know, a little bit to attract those employees since today's job market, maybe not job market, hiring market yes. is so competitive. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's the employees definitely have the hand right now. Yes. So, yeah. um, okay. No, that's good to know. Um, anything with like HSAs, FSAs? Great question. Um, we're seeing a lot of transition from groups that currently have group health and insurance yeah. into implementing an HRA plan, okay. which is a health reimbursement arrangement gotcha. um, because the prices are getting so high. So yeah. let's say they have a $1,000 deductible plan and they just got a 20% increase on their premium. We can move them to maybe a $3,000 deductible plan, reduce that premium, and then set up a reimbursement okay. account. And typically it saves quite a bit of money. Good. So just looking at outside the box, looking yeah. at alternative ways to make things work and still make your employees happy, yeah. but not just kill you with yes. the premiums. Yeah. Okay. That's good. And it, again, it's good to know somebody like yourself that's like, Hey, we got six different options here, yes. right? Like let's <laughs> sit down and just chat about it. And sometimes it's overwhelming. I, I get that. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of have to really. Yeah. That's good. Piece it down. Well, and I think too, I mean, in, in certain industries, right? Like contractors, it's very hit and miss with who offers benefits, yeah. right? So honestly, sometimes just having something right. is better than nothing. Yeah. Like start somewhere, even if it's small, just do something. That's what I always tell people. If you, you know, can't do this yet, do this. Yeah. Just get something started yeah. and then have a goal, right. you know? Exactly. So again, different industries are going to stand out different, you know, compared to other ones. So, um, you know, if I'm a business owner and I'm like, okay, I mean, I want to sit down. I want to talk to you about this. We've got this many employees. Like one, how do you guys start the process? And two, what all do you typically need to start that conversation? Um, starting the process is just how you said it's a conversation. Yep. Okay. What type of business it, you know, do you run? Right. How many employees do you have? How many do you think are interested in insurance? Yeah. Um, and then just a basic we call census. So okay. names, date of birth, zip code, um, smoker, non-smoker sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we can pull very basic quotes. Gotcha. Um, pretty easily, pretty okay. quickly. Good. Now, if we want um, a different type of plan that requires underwriting, yeah. you know, that takes a couple weeks and that's full health information. Okay. But um, just to get started, you know, it's okay. pretty simple. What's the open enrollment period for group plans and all that stuff? So good question. Groups can actually start a plan anytime, anytime. throughout the year. Okay. Anytime. Cool. And they can actually change their plan anytime they want to. So if you're in a plan and you absolutely hate it or you 
hate your broker, whatever yeah. it may be. <laughs> you can always change it. You can change it, and okay. you typically get your deductible credits transferred over. Nice. So, um, but typically, open enrollment is going to be on your anniversary date. Gotcha. So, if you started your group plan on August first, your open enrollment is going to be the thirty days before that. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Um, that's awesome. I think that's super helpful. So one question, and you come from an accounting background, so don't feel bad just throwing this one out there. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't do that, but I was like, well, yeah, she's you're probably going to stop me. Yeah, now. <laughs> she goes from the accounting background. We can edit it out if we need to. Um, is there any differences when it comes to health insurance stuff between an S corporation and you know just a regular LLC? Is there literally any differences on anything that people should know in those two? Um, we need different documents whenever we're starting it right. to prove you know ownership and income. Yeah. Um, but as far as the impact on the deductions um, or pricing, not really. Okay. No, setup, it's a little bit different. Yeah. So even like a single member LLC can still get self-employed health insurance and it's a deduction? So if it was a single member, they would have to have at least one yeah. employee, whether it's okay. part-time. Now okay. that employee doesn't have to take it. Okay. They just have, have to have, to have at have. least one employee other than themselves. Okay, yeah. cool. That's good to know. Thanks for thanks for being a good sport about that. We'll clarify with Crystal if we need to. If anybody has questions, they can reach out to us first about okay. it. So <laughs> um, I was like, ah, she comes from an accounting background. She might not mind me throwing this one out there in a no. curveball at her. So, um, well, that's good. How can people get a hold of you and the girls at your office? You know, if they have questions, if they need some help with the education, if they want to start the process and see what it can look like, what's what's the easiest way to get a hold of you guys? Um, email, of course. Okay. Um, we have our info email set up okay. for all those types of um, contacts. Also, just a phone call. I mean, okay. we have Kelsey in the office. You know her. She's amazing. Yes. She, uh, she's extremely great on the phone. So, okay. And she's awesome. really knowledgeable, too. Perfect. We'll put all that information in the podcast description here so people cool. can reference back to. So um, what's one piece of advice you would like to leave business owners with when it comes to their health insurance? And you might have already said it, and it might have been just starting somewhere. Um, any, any other parting thoughts you've got? I mean, I really think that's it. If you want to attract good employees yeah. and you know how big of a headache it is to rehire or have yes. bad employees, you have to offer some benefits. Okay. You really have to make it competitive nowadays. Yeah. No, um, I and agree I know it's that. different by industry, but no, you're right. I mean, and like I said, I mean, for, for contractors in certain industries, like, again, there's not a lot of other you know, not a lot of people doing it. Right. Yeah. And so again, just even starting somewhere, even something small, the yeah. supplemental plan, something it's going to, it's going to look better to, you know, potential hires yep. over other companies that have nothing to offer them. So, Absolutely. um, that's awesome. Well, Amy, I really appreciate your time. Thanks for coming and doing this. Thanks for sharing your expertise and wisdom. Um, I don't want to get too far in the weeds on any of the technical <laughs> stuff, cause that's more of a one-on-one -on -one conversation anyways. I know with people on how you can help them. So thanks for all the insight and uh, I appreciate you doing it. No problem. Thank you. Paint Ed podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.